When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy. With Toby Keith this morning. Yeah, very sad news waking up this morning. The country star died surrounded by family uh, yesterday. His relatives have released a statement. He, the singer-songwriter, passed peacefully on Monday night. His family shared on X. Keith was diagnosed with stomach cancer back in 2022. So they say he fought his fight with grace and courage. And of course, they're asking for us to respect the privacy of his family at this time. That's so sad. I know. It's just horribly sad. He talked about his cancer diagnosis while attending the People's Choice Country Awards back in September. Told E! News at the time this cancer struggle is a little bit of a roller coaster. You get good days and you know you're up and down to up and down. So, hmm. yeah. A lot of connections That's to the tri-state. Yeah, with yeah, his bar down at the banks. bar down there? Probably years God, it sure. feels like at least seven years. I mean. It was one of the original, what, when the banks oh, first yeah. opened. It mm-hmm. was like. Yes. A my, big deal. My mom was a huge Toby Keith fan and uh, I had the opportunity to take her backstage Right before I worked with you guys, actually at Riverbend to uh, to meet him, oh, wow. and it's like this this memory I have like of my mom, and so she's there and she's all all flush. What? So was he, <laughs> uh, but <laughs> um, <laughs> she says, "Toby, you could dip your." Socks in my coffee anytime. You <laughs> Dip your socks in my coffee. Oh my god! I'm so wow. happy. I am drunk right now. <laughs> do you have a picture? I do. Yeah, you got to put that up. That oh, would be great I bet to that's share. Adorable. I know we used to have so Brand. much fun at his bar. If you remember when you walked in, the bar itself was like guitar shaped. It was huge. It I was feel a like massive. But because now they've made it into it, like the Bet MGM and I think the, the, gym, the gym is there. But that whole area used to be Toby Keith's bar. I love this bar bar. And a lot of current country music stars played that stage when they were up and coming. Yeah. Like Kip Moore and a lot of people. Yeah, it was a shame that that place had the yeah. financial issues that it did. I know. But uh, Toby Keith's last appearance, I think, was uh, at NKU. Was it a B- BB&T Arena? I think so. And he also, if you remember, I don't remember if it was last, it was during the Derby last year. So last May was when he was in Kentucky and Louisville and he was at Jeff Ruby's and he kind of like played the piano and was singing with Jeff Ruby and a bunch of other people. Mm -hmm. Wow, that's cool. Yeah. Sure, somebody's got pictures of that. Oh yeah, video. He looked good then, but skinny. Meanwhile, Buckingham Palace announced yesterday the 75-year-old King Charles III has cancer. 
they did not specify what type, but the prognosis is reportedly good. And they say it was caught, quote, very early. It was discovered during his latest procedure for that benign enlarged prostate. The palace says he remains wholly positive about his treatment and looks forward to returning to full public duty as soon as possible. His Majesty has chosen to share his diagnosis to prevent speculation and in the hope it may assist public understanding for all those around the world who are affected by cancer. Prince Harry will be traveling to visit his father, but it's unlikely Meghan Markle and the kids will join. Sources say the visit could force Harry and Prince William into an uneasy truce. Uh, but in case you're wondering if Charles does decide to step down due to illness, William is next in line. He's followed in the line of succession by his three kids, George, Charlotte, and Louis. Harry is actually fifth in line. Uh, if it matters, Prince George is 10. His royal siblings are eight and five. Wow. We're going to take a break here. Coming up, we'll get to Justin Timberlake possibly sitting down with Oprah and Roger Goodell weighing in on Taylor. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. feel confident on your second date with help from the plastic surgery group schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com this episode is brought to you by snapple welcome to the snapple market auditory experience close your eyes imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store you make your way to the back and reach for your favorite snapple flavor you can't wait you take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mm. What flavor are you holding? Now open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. Justin Timberlake would love for people to be talking about his new music. Hey, man, I only just want to talk about the music. Can we just focus on the work? I want to talk about personal stuff. <laughs> yeah. But the world cannot seem to get past his relationship with Britney Spears, even though it's been over for more than 20 years. Right. Well, they keep making it relevant. Yes, a lot of that is self-inflicted. And Justin certainly didn't do himself any favors last week. Yes. When he unapologized to bleeping nobody. That was rude. Yeah. Uh, but he may have figured out a way to help repair his image. Sources say he's actually considering a sit-down with Oprah. Oh, wonderful. I think he should. Absolutely. You know, buddy, it may be time to sit down with Oprah. You got some splaining to do. I mean, there's still a little bit of a stain there all the way back to the Janet Jackson thing. Justin is really not happy with how things have gone down. He, he wanted his new music to speak for itself, but that is clearly not happening. And when you're in a situation like that, unfortunately, it means you got to have that. Because I'm sure, it, I don't think it's fun for a lot of these celebrities. I mean, I think if you're going to do it, Oprah 
will make it as painless as possible, but it's still not fun for them. I don't think they like going there. Yeah. Do you think Oprah would go there, go there? Well, yeah, because what's the point? She's not going to waste her time. So do you think when somebody sits down with, agrees to sit down with Oprah, knowing that Oprah is going to ask the questions that can feel very uncomfortable. Right. Do you think they go in there and say, all right, listen, I will sit down and I will do this, but I get final decision on what? No. Mm-mm. I think they might say that, but they won't get No. They won't Oprah's get not going to make that deal. <laughs> Jeff's right. Because she never has ever in the history of her show ever said, I won't talk about this. Yeah. Like, you're not permitted. If like, you're agreeing to come on Oprah's correct. show, you are agreeing right. to discuss whatever Oprah wishes to bring up. And, if, and yeah, you yes. don't get final cut. No, but if you, yes. you know, but you have the right to not answer questions. Right. But, right. But I think she know. also owns that material. So you can't cut, you can't edit it for your benefit. Right. And if you don't answer the questions, if there's nothing to this, we're not airing it. Yeah. And I'm never sitting down with you again if you waste my time like that. <laughs> that probably, is, I could see that being Is that the Jeff deal. talking or is that it. Oprah talking? <laughs> I don't know. But I think that. Well, was- if you're Oprah, wouldn't you? I mean, you're not totally. going to waste your time, right? Oh, 100%. I mean, I think that should have been the rules when we played the best friend game. Oh, it was the rule. But it didn't stop but it didn't it it didn't stop people. You know, you have to make a decision. Yeah. And it and for us it was about goodwill, but we did this game on the show called the Best Friend for Game. For years. And it worked for a while. Yeah. Um where we would have two best friends come into the studio and you know, we would ask them questions about themselves. We would ask the friend and then we would ask the the other friend so, to see you know, if their answers matched. Right. And sometimes they were kind of spicy because what is your friend's favorite color is not very entertaining. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. But yeah, what's the one thing that her husband does that she complains about all the time? Right. Oh, I just, oh, I don't want to say. <laughs> well, then go home. <laughs> or, <laughs> or they did say, or they did say, and it was hilarious. Right. And then they and, got nervous. And then they got nervous and called and said, please don't air that. So that was how much of our time? Oh. Too much, which oh. is why we yes. killed the game. We killed well, it. and not to mention all the time that I would spend setting them up oh, and yeah. getting them ready and telling them all this stuff. I mean, the behind the scenes work was almost just as much as it was for the on-air part of it. But when they would say, I don't want to air that, it would go through me like a knife, man. Well, it was maddening because oh. we ex- we could not have been more candid, more up front right. about yes. what was coming. They knew what they were getting into. They had heard the best friend game on the radio. Yeah. And they thought it was cool enough to take the time to fill out the application and send in the thing and schedule the time and take time off of work to come in and do exactly what they knew they were going to do. Yeah. And then to come back from after spending that much time, our time. Yeah. It, it was maddening and it just... You know, and there were times where, I mean, we very could have easily just said, too bad, we're airing it anyway. But I don't know. For me, I just didn't want to put that bad will out there. I would rather kill the game than be that person. Remember the one we had when we asked it, what, have you ever, what's slept with a celebrity or something? Somehow, somehow it came out that the woman had slept with someone very well known. Yeah. And it was great content. Yes. I mean, the conversation, it was hilarious and it was juicy and oh my God, we were so excited. 
about it. That one got that was that yeah. was the final she nail in back. the coffin, right? I think that might have been it. I think yeah. after that, we're like, screw it. And yeah. we used to tape these. On Fridays, I think, if I yeah. recall, we used to tape these on Fridays at what, like 10.30 or something in the morning. 15, it would be after the show. 10.30 mm-hmm. and 10.45. We did them back to back to back. And we'd record like a bunch and then we yeah. would air them. Because we used to air new ones every Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Yeah. So what yeah. would happen is they would come in for the taping. And that would be our next week's content. Or content. Yeah. That right. would be our Monday, Wednesday, Friday. For air the following week. Uh-huh. Uh, and then Friday afternoon, I would edit all of them for next week. And it took hours. Right. And then after they had the weekend to think about it, we'd get the call or the email on Monday saying, please don't air it after all that. Oh. Yeah. Work. So, so now we had just, a hole in our schedule. Right. After all of that. And just wasted time. Yeah. So. And now you got the real answer because when everyone asks me, hey, why don't you do the best friend game anymore? I'm like, oh, COVID. <laughs> COVID <laughs> sort of put a nail that, in that no, coffin. That, that di- well, that was part of it, too. But when we considered yeah. bringing it back after, it was like, no. No. No, yeah. no, no, not doing it's been that. really nice yeah. to not have to do that on Friday and go through everything we had to go through. To That's make it the happen. other thing. People got really crappy for a better word that I want to say um, when I had to cancel them because of COVID. I remember this one woman particularly was like, oh, my God, I can't believe I took on I did all this stuff and you guys are canceling. And I'm like, really? Welcome to our world. Well, we're not allowed to be in our building. So I'm like, chill out, man. But anyway, People but got real mean. But back to the original point about Justin Timberlake yeah. sitting down with Oprah. Op- Oprah's not going to waste her time, right? You know, she's mm-hmm. she's earned enough equity in her career to be able to say, listen, I will sit down with you uh, because the world is talking about you right now, and I know you're in a tough spot and you want to re. You want to shift the focus. And we I can get you there, but you have to be willing to talk to me. Well, now I wonder if Gail got herself into a sticky situation and needed a sit down with Oprah. I wonder if she would be the exception to the rule and the two of them would work together to make the best interview. What do you mean? If, if Gail was Gail. interviewing Oprah? No, if Gail got herself into a sticky situation and Gail was oh. being slammed by the media and people were pissed at Gail for something and Oprah was like, I'll sit down with you. Let's do the interview. Would they work together to put out a really Yeah, I wonder what Gail what consideration Oprah she, would give Gail, Gail, but also like I think Gail's smart enough to go into that with eyes wide she open. She would know what she's doing. Right. Yes. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. We'll see. Uh, Justin had hoped the backlash from Britney's memoir would have blown over by now so that he could focus on his new album, which he's very excited about. Uh, But he's got this thing. So every day is something new. Yep. That is true. All right. So NFL Commissioner Roger Goodell, how does he feel about Taylor Swift? And the Taylor Swift effect. He should be bowing yes. down and Thank kissing you. her feet. How does Thank he think you. about it? He's writing it Thank all the way you. to the bank. Oh, my God. <laughs> he should just adopt her. Yeah. yeah, right. Well, he says it's been positive. Yeah, he said she knows great entertainment. I think that's why she loves NFL football. It's great to have her a part of it. Obviously, it creates a buzz. It creates another group of young fans, particularly young women that are interested in seeing why is she going to this game? Why is she interested in this game besides Travis Kelsey? She's a football fan, and I think that's great for us. Roger denies that the whole thing has been scripted by the NFL. In related news, Travis says he's proud of Taylor's Grammy wins. 
She's unbelievable, he said. She's rewriting the history books herself. I told her I'll have to hold up my end of the bargain and come home with hardware, too. Oh, you know what? I will say that was really cute about Travis Kelsey. When he got off the airplane on Sunday, he had a Bearcats hat on. There's a picture Love of him that. on the Q and a two Facebook page. He has on all red and he has a Bearcats hat on like oh, nice. a, a airbrushed Bearcats hat. Isn't that nice? Yay. So this is crazy. Uh, sometimes pro wrestling actually gets a little real. Uh, the Rock's daughter, Simone, found out this weekend just how real it can get. I'll give you some backstory. So bear with us. Simone is the Rock's daughter. Simone is 22 years old. And she performs under the name Ava on NXT, which is kind of like the WWE's minor league division. In the WWE itself, there is a wrestler named Cody Rhodes, who has been on a two-year quest to defeat Roman Reigns for the Universal Championship. And it's been one of WWE's major storylines. And just over a week ago... Cody won on the annual Royal Rumble match, which was supposed to guarantee him the opportunity to fight Reigns at WrestleMania 40 in April. However, as you may or may not know, The Rock recently returned to the, to the WWE on the board of directors of its parent company. But he's also returning to in-ring action where it was just announced that he's going to to main event WrestleMania against Reigns. And WWE fans are in revolt. Mm. And the funny thing is, they've wanted this match for years. The Rock and Reigns are actually cousins. So <laughs> this has got going real on? potential for drama. Oh. But fans got really invested in Cody finishing his story by beating Reigns at WrestleMania and they feel cheated. And it's gotten so bad that last night on Raw, Cody came to the ring and the fans gave him a huge ovation and then started chanting, Rocky sucks, Rocky sucks. Whoa. So, back to the death threats. Ava actually tweeted about them, asking people to, quote, leave me out of this because it's a situation I have nothing to do with. Oh, and what, Tim? Do you smell what the rock is cooking? It's not real. <laughs> it's not real. As you were telling that whole story, I'm like, oh, yeah, that's totally scripted. Oh, yeah, they're stirring the pot on that one. Well, they call them storylines. The best For part, reason, though, you know? The best part, though, about halfway through, I was like, Jeff is really getting into this story. <laughs> He's selling it. <laughs> well, I was trying to, for, 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 if you're not into wrestling, if you're not following this, I was trying to paint a picture so that you could. No, you did a great job. Along, but. And I like that twist. It's his cousin in real life. <laughs> so part of that big announcement, too, with The Rock becoming part of that, that company is that um, it's moving to Netflix next year. Monday Night Raw is moving to Netflix. So. Yeah, people are going to be mad. They got to pay for that. Mm -hmm. It's all that's, part of that's that the big one. sports thing. Hmm. Did you guys see, too, that they announced that the NFL is going to be playing in Brazil for the first time ever? I saw the that. The Eagles will host the NFL's first ever regular season game in Brazil. I wonder how the teams feel about that. Because well, they're, they're either somebody's losing a home game. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think they consider it. They're still the home team. 
But I mean, in their stadium for their fans. Outside of the USA, Mexico is the second largest NFL country that most people that watch it. Uh And then third is Brazil. Mm -hmm. No kidding. Yeah. They're going to play in the same. What took them so long? (laughs) (laughs) They're going to play in the same stadium where they've had some of the Olympics and the World Cup. And it'll be neat to see. It's cool. Be kind of fun. So they're going to be playing in London, Munich, Brazil. So far, those are the countries, and then I think they're doing the Mexico game, too. And then what percentage of the fans are, like, Americans who fly there to watch it versus people from the area? Oh, I I don't know. Well, they do offer, if you remember when the Bengals played in London, I thought about going over there. They offer ticket packages. I knew a bunch of people who did go over there. Yeah, they do packages for fans so that you can do, and they even do like a tour experience that kind of goes along with it. They put you in this hotel and they do the transportation. So it could be a lot. Hmm. All right, so BuzzFeed put together a list of some bizarre and random celebrity facts that you might have forgotten about. And I've forgotten about most of these if I ever knew them in the first place. So Jack Black's mom, here's the first one, helped create the system that saved the Apollo 13 crew. What? What? Yep. Wait. Jack Jack Black's Black's mom mom helped create the system that saved the Apollo 13 crew. I didn't know she worked for NASA NASA or or (laughs) one of their contractors. Yep. Wow. Very interesting. I know. There's more. Benedict Cumberbatch was once kidnapped in South Africa. No kidding. What was he? He was in some spy movie that was really good. Really good. Yeah. Now, this one I never knew. In all my twilight days, Robert Pattinson was kicked out of an elite British private school for stealing and reselling porn magazines on campus. Oh, great. That's awesome. (laughs) Oh, boy. (laughs) Okay. Christian Bale studied Tom Cruise in order to play Patrick Bateman in American Psycho. That's funny. Yep. Of all people. Right? Paris Hilton's sex tape starts with a dedication to those lost on 9-11. What? Jenna Ortega used to perform autopsies on dead lizards in her backyard as a kid. Oprah, That chick is weird. I know. She's going to be in a Super Bowl commercial, too, I think. She's pretty, uh, but weird. Doritos or something like that. (laughs) So Oprah Winfrey's name is actually Oprah based on a biblical figure mentioned in the book of Ruth. I did know that. Nicholas Cage was convinced he was an alien as a child. He also believes he has memories of being in the womb. Not shocked. Nicole Kidman. Uh, he may not be wrong. <laughs> <laughs> there are people that that say they have memories of being in the womb. He's not the only he one. He may be honest something with the alien thing, too. He very well could be. He might be. Nicole Kidman is American. She was born in Hawaii to Australian parents who were there on student visas. Oh, who knew? Uh-huh. Huh. James Franco wrote Lana Del Rey fan fiction that was never published. Mm. There's another weird one. Yep. So that's what I got there. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. There's more on BuzzFeed, but yeah. All right. Latest round of Super Bowl ads and teasers that have been posted. Uh, speaking of Jenna Ortega, Jenna Ortega's grandmothers, Dina and Mita, go rogue. To chase down the guy who grabbed the last bag of Doritos Dynamita. I was just talking about that. I just saw this last night um, on, I think, Access Hollywood. They did a little preview. So I take that to mean her grandmother's real names aren't actually Dinah and Mita. Well, they look like her grandma's. I mean, she treats them like they are. They got new names, maybe. Yeah. Uh, Jennifer Beals, actress Jennifer Beals, makes a cameo in the new T-Mobile ad featuring Zach Braff, Donald Faison, and Jason Momoa. Thanks for listening. 
to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy.